Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Good morning, one and all. Good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whenever you happen to stumble across us, this is Monday Football Monday on the SB Nation NFL Show, the first show to get your week started here at the SB Nation NFL Show. And a reminder that this show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. As mentioned, this is Monday Football Monday, the best show that the SB Nation NFL show has to offer. Why is it the best? Well, first of all, you can participate along with us. We stream this show live on the SB Nation NFL Facebook page, Twitter page, and YouTube channel. You can, of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple devices, Spotify, leave a rating, ride review. Those things help us out. They put bread on our table, so to speak. Who is our? I am R. Joe Chua from SB Nation's blog and the boys. He is Pete Sweeney from SB Nation's Arrowhead Pride. And on the ones and twos, Wicka, 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 wicka. Today, it is not the fantastic Rachel. It is Steven Serta. So I am surrounded by AP Nation. But joining me now on screen, finally, it is the beautiful baritone stylings of one Pedro Sweeney. Pete, happy Monday to you, sir. Happy Monday. Happy President's Day. It's a holiday. It's the off season. We got a lot to discuss. I feel like we are starting to get into our off season groove here uh, on the SB Nation NFL show. And, and we know... Uh, that that means it's time to speculate. So speculate we will, and, and let's do it. Yeah, uh, it is a holiday, so a lot of people are off. Um, at the time of our streaming, it is to be determined whether or not some of those people will be at the NFL Combine uh, mm. shortly. There is a potential boycott happening. So whatever happens there one way or another, we obviously don't know in this particular moment, but we'll have you covered here on the SB Nation NFL show. Last week, Pete, we had... Um, I had, be honest, comment, we killed it. About the, I, had a, I had a quick comment about the combine, and, and then we'll go. Oh, okay. What, well, what I, I'm I had already through, moved on, but go ahead, just ruin ruin yeah. the flow. That's what you know. Go for it. Do yeah, your thing. No. Let's start. Let's stop the flow for a second. Um, no, I I'm learning that through some of these agent tweets, you know, they're very upset about the the bubble aspect of this. But I'm I'm learning through a lot of these agent tweets that I don't think even think they like the combine all that much. So I wonder if this was a grand mistake by the NFL, where like the Power Rangers or Steve, whatever that movie you like is where, you know, they, they all put their powers and they say someone unite. What's the thing unite? I think that, that this could be bad for the future of the combine and the NFL has wanted to make this an event Avengers. There we go. Yeah. Where all the agents Mm. come together and say, man, this actually kind of makes our players look bad in general. I mean, they're like, like tweeting sometimes you're like, it probably does more bad than good to, to tweet. And I wonder if this was a mistake for NFL owners, for the agents to kind of look at each other, not that they don't talk all the time, but for them to look at each other and say, 
you know, why are we doing this in the first place? And uh, I wonder if this will be like a, a moment we look back and say, yeah, that was kind of the beginning of the end of the NFL comic. It could be. I'm just, just throwing that out there. Mm, yeah, potential anyway. break point here. Um, interesting, Pete, that you think it's it's funny that somebody would like the movie Avengers or even Power Rangers. Steven, I'm with you. All right, Steven, Steven and I, you know, we like the same things. All right, you know, you know, you know anything about Tick, Tick, Boom, Pete? All right, you know, because oh Steven and I, you, we, we chat all about I know this. anything TV. about Tick, Tick, Boom? I know anyway. that you have to sing every three minutes. That, that's um, the okay, so now that we're fully back on board after Pete ruined the flow, um, last week's episode, a banger. We killed it last week. Oh Lots of, of great feedback about our list that we put together. This You mentioned it's the off-season grind. People like lists, all right? You know, that's that's the thing. You know, you, you want some pop? You, you want some SEO? Make a list. Mm. Boom. You know how it goes. I know you know, Pete. You know all about the grind. Making a list, checking it twice. Going to mm, find out. Okay. So in the spirit of the lists, yeah. we are going to put together another one here, Pete. All right. Now, get your crystal ball out. All right. You know, it's time for magic. We are going to guarantee 10 things that will happen this offseason. Now, like last week, Pete, it can be as literal as you want. You can say there will be no football played. All right. It's up to oh, you. You on. know, you, hey, if you, crazy, with, if you can live with if you can live with yourself, it's up to you. <laughs> football what what is it what is major league baseball i'm just saying you know you have to predict yourself four things that you believe will happen this coming off season i will predict four things that are going to happen this off season Mm -hmm. after we each go twice we'll have steven come in drop one and then steven will give us the cherry on top to end it so four four and two that's how we're going to roll but you you kind of mentioned magic a little bit i mentioned the crystal ball because you know pete we got to put some this is monday football monday i know the oddcast thinks they have this thing i know steven would couch for nfl university what what is the word again what is the word you just said Oh, the um, the is the word I said. Oh, okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. I was, there was a word after that, and like, uh, I wasn't yeah, familiar the, with it. The yeah, odd I cast. Know. I think they spell it A W D. Like, oh, there's another. Yeah, okay, the odd well, cast. I mean, that's that's good. I'm glad that we're getting more shows on the SB Nation. Right. No, totally. Great. But um, so this is the command you have to enunciate right before you give your guarantee of what is going to happen this offseason. I didn't okay. I didn't tell you this part in the pre-show prep, but are you ready for this? Yeah, let's. All yeah. right. So what? before you give your guarantee, Stephen, I know you're listening to this. Has to go to you as well. You have to go. I guarantee that this will happen this off season. Like Whoa. you're casting a spell. All right. Okay. I yeah. No, I'll do that. You have to do it. You have to. That's no, the I, rule. I don't make the rules. All right. Okay. This this was written okay. somewhere. I didn't make it up on the way in. Mm-hmm. Um. So I are you ready? That Steve's gonna do that. But yeah, go ahead. You go. All right. So um, our like kind of rules here uh, again not made up at all where if somebody uh says something you can't take it and you can't say two things of the same vein so you can't say like quarterback x will be traded and then say quarterback y will be traded you have to kind of differentiate them as much as you right. want so pete because we can't repeat one another and because you are so handsome i will let you go first but remember you got to cast the spell hit me with it. okay i guarantee this will happen this off season and it's the nfl we'll see at least one new owner entered the fold. Whoa! Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So there's a couple candidates here, of course, right? So Can I guess them? Up. Can I guess the candidates? Come on. There's three. How many? Three do you, how many candidates you have? Three candidates. Okay. Washington, okay. Denver, and um. Where did you and I see the grandest paella? welcome to the city where the heat is on i don't know the next (laughs) line but welcome to miami okay that's right shout out to will smith uh we're on the pursuit of happiness and that might include a new owner stephen ross right he's under nfl investigation at the moment for paying brian flores to lose and i think the most interesting part of this one is the fact that 
Cameron Wolf, who was formerly of ESPN, the NFL Network, I guess, decided to back up the truck. I mean, he made, he made the, the old switch, the opposite Adam Schefter, if you will. And uh, he said originally he had word from a witness that this actually happened. And then, I don't know if you know this, but the NFL Network is owned by the NFL. And that just suddenly kind of disappeared. And people stopped talking about that. And it was never talked about again. And I think as this goes on, people are going to remember that and be like, I think there's some validity to this. Now, is there a paper trail? I think that's what's going to have to get this done. I don't know. We'll have to end up seeing, but you can't pay to lose. It's the integrity of the game. And if it's guaranteed and if it's, if it you know goes through and, and it seems like this was a, a real thing, I don't know how you, you don't put this owner out. You just can't have it. It's, it's similar to, I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but Pete Rose and betting on the game and the hall of fame thing. And, and I, you know, still, still to this day, because it's just, it's just so black and white. And I think that's where it, it will potentially push, push Ross out and they'll have to, to get a new owner in. Right. Yeah. Um, nice that you would bring up another Pete, Pete Rose. Agree with you. Yeah. Uh, greatest hitter of all time. Feet are up there. Okay, so Washington. Now, Dan Snyder, this one's obvious. We don't really need to go into the super detail here. It's just instance after instance, moment after moment. And enough skeletons, I think, for the league to say, you know, it's time to make a change if they want to. Now, I think what's always interesting about Washington, and I've said it here before, is Washington and Dan are by far the worst when it comes to these type of things. But I think there are a lot of things in the NFL, and I think I can reasonably say that, where other owners have been involved in I don't want to say similar things, but other moments of, well, you know, should ownership have been doing that? And it's just you're setting a new precedent there. And I think that's where maybe Snyder gets protected in the fact that we don't want to open up what would be the equivalent of Pandora's box. And so Mm. remains to be seen. But Washington is another candidate. And this is here comes the guarantee. Very less spicy than my first two. Bland vanilla yogurt, if you will. The Mullen family literally has the Broncos up for sale so we're guaranteed at least one but my point here is there's at least one it might be two and Mm. in a wild turn of events it could be three Mm. yeah i'm not gonna lie a little bit of a vanilla yogurt you know prediction to start i mean Uh, especially factoring in the broncos i knew i was if you had said if you had said one non-broncos team will change ownership then you know then i'm sitting here singing songs of your praise I know. I, I hate that I have to to make this a teaching moment as we're live on the air. But you go, you start, you start soft. You don't want to go mm. super hard at the beginning, and yeah. you build up. Ah, I see. You want a crescendo. Rest. That's what you were doing. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I like. Th- I mean, yeah. I don't like that. Um, obviously, there's some terrible things happening here. The Broncos thing obviously makes yeah. sense. I'm. I, I already kind of think this, and, and we have a, a long list. We have to move on. But if Peyton Manning is part of the ownership group that buys the Broncos, I already kind of think, just in my own personal opinion, that Peyton yeah. sort of identifies himself as a Bronco. Like, it's it's weird how Peyton is just so, like, Denvered out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that that will, like, further clarify that in my mind. Does that make sense? I, I think so. Yeah. And it, it is a little bit odd. You would have thought right after his career he'd consider himself more of an Indianapolis Colt, just like Brett Favre did for, you know, example, going back right back to the Packers, and that makes the most sense. But yeah, no, he's kind of leaned into the Denver thing. And even to a point of, like, I I remember there was a clip where his kids wanted a Mahomes jersey, and he hated that. And so I think he really does consider himself Maybe more yeah. of a Bronco than a Colt, actually. I mean, yeah. it, it makes sense from, like, a biological perspective. Like, a Colt becomes a Bronco. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's natural evolution of life. Um, mm-hmm. So, good for, yeah. good for you, Pete. Great. Um, not great start. That would be a lie. Um, let me show you how oh it's my. done. All right. Now, that one was a little bit more um, 
legitimate. Mine is a little bit more vague and ambiguous, but you got to learn how to play the game. All right, because we're going to come back. We're going to measure ourselves against this when this is all over and see who was right. Maybe we put a Chipotle carnitas burrito on it. You know, who knows okay. how it goes. But I like right, that. Here we go. Yeah. Chips. I guarantee oh, that this will happen this offseason. All right. Well, yeah. Joe Burrow will Ooh. have a he's just getting started moment. He, he, there will be oh, some Lord. report, some thing, some inkling that will take everyone's Joe Burrowness to the next level. Mm. A la Patrick Mahomes is, oh, I'm just now learning how to read defenses. That was, I'll be, I'll be frank with you, Pete and Steven. That was really annoying. Um, and so there will be something like that. There will be a, uh, a hot takey narrative drippy sort of statement about Joe Burrow that everyone will latch onto and say, watch out, here he comes. He's, this is the Bengals are back. Burrow's back. I mean, it is going to be heavy Burrow mania. He came back last year. He was literally comeback player of the year. He is coming for it all. Who day, who day that's going to happen. It's already started. I think it was last week that Peter Schrager, who notoriously has been Mr. Chiefs the last three or four years. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Really quick, really quick to turn Mm. back on Kansas. Mm. I'm now calling him the former Arrowhead Pride advocate, friend of Ah, he is to the Chiefs what Peyton Manning is to the Colts, kind of thing. I see what's going on. Kind of thing. Former former Mm -hmm. Arrowhead Pride advocate Peter Schrager went on Good Morning Football, which is widely watched by people in the league and outside and fans and whatnot, and he already handed the AFC to Joe Burrow. I think a little soon. I mean, he doesn't even have a Super Bowl ring or MVP or MVP period. But hey, look, you know what? You want to you want to do it. I, I get it twice in twice in like three or four weeks. One of the games sent the team to the Super Bowl. So, OK, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I, I, but I think it's what, what I'm saying to you is I think it's already started. So I like the guarantee. I mean, no, I'm, you know, I'm it, saying there will be like spicy? some there, yeah, there will be spicy. some report like it, it will be like a sit down with GQ or yeah. like an ESPN cover story that Mina Kimes writes. And it will be a great story. You know what I'm saying? But there will be sure. like a line uh, where he's, you know, something to the effect of, I, you know, it, it's I all starting to, to finally like, click for me. I, I was still catching up to the NFL last year. It's, it's starting to right. slow down. And that like, it would be something like that. Like the NFL slowing down for Joe Burrow. Watch out. I know that you said, okay, Pete, you know, your take wasn't bold enough. I'd argue that maybe your takes already happened or happened. Mm. So I, I mean, maybe, maybe we both. Can agree we got off to some slow starts here. All right. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, so we each have one more than Steven's coming in for his first one. So, Pete, uh, again, sing the song before. You know the drill. Okay. Here we go. I guarantee that this will happen this offseason. <clears throat> we see an overtime rule change. Uh, uh, and it may and it may just be specifically for the postseason. Pretty clear. Uh, I mean, and, and I hate to say this. I know this is a national podcast. I love every fan base, but this is pretty clearly a Kansas City versus the world thing. Didn't happen in 2019, mm. but when it and it cost darling of the league, Josh Allen and the table breakers and the Buffalo fan base. That's when everyone is up in, in their hands in the air. Not when Tom Brady moves on and can get his Pete. thousand Super Bowl. This will be Pete, simple. Pete, Pete. I think eventually it's in the playoffs only. Despite a touchdown, both teams will need at least one offensive possession. So if it's a pick six, game over, yada, yada. And I think this will get really interesting when it comes to, and this is like, you know, as we get to the adapting of the rule, this will get interesting when it comes to the second team going for two points. Let's say, okay, team one, they get the ball, score a touchdown. They're up seven. Team two scores a touchdown. But they say, look, we don't want to give a sudden death situation back to the other team. It's going to be a once a year, twice a year type of play. Think Ron Rivera. Think John Harbaugh. Think Brandon Staley. They're going to go for two, 
And that is going to be the most exciting play in football because right there it's do or die. And every year it's for whether or not one city goes on might happen once a year, twice, but it'll be the most exciting play in football, the two point conversion for the second team. You, um, you mentioned this is a Kansas city versus the world thing. I have learned from you, Pete, that there, there are a lot of things that Kansas Cityans, KCM Owens, um, seem to think are all about them, which is basically everything. Every Chiefs fan thinks everything is about them. Did, um, was there the, not a proposal that was turned down? And doesn't it seem no, like but you're, there's more momentum? You're rewriting history. No, the, the first time that, that these goalposts were moved were because Brett Favre, who you already mentioned, because his Minnesota Vikings didn't get a chance to possess the ball in the 2009 right. NFC Championship game. It was, oh my gosh, Brett Brett Favre didn't get to touch the ball. What are we going to do? We, we have to rewrite the rules. This is ridiculous. We, we have to, it, it can no longer, that's, that's when things changed from sudden death. 2019 and it got shut down. And you can tell, I'm just saying, this was 2019, proposal quickly shut down and you could already tell there's more momentum for it to pass this time it might not all i'm saying wrong, is but, is that the chiefs were not the catalyst that that sparked outrage and and phoniness it was a, it was brett Favre. it was, was the league feeling like brett Favre didn't down. get a chance to 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 possess the ball and that was when things changed from sudden i, I miss that off season i might, I here's might the not thing. know that did they submit a proposal I, that off season who the vikings that or that I was when Vikings, after yes. after the okay. 2009 season was when things changed and then they instituted the change in 2011 uh that required you to score a touchdown on your opening possession and the very i think i thought you would know this mr afc west maybe mr afc west is peyton manning it was the 2011 playoff game between the broncos <laughs> and the steelers that tim tebow hit demarius thomas on that was the first opportunity that we were going to see the like you have to score a touchdown first they literally scored a touchdown on the first play right. so we didn't really right. get to kind of see it in action yeah, but uh, but yeah. So my point is, you know, it's not all about the Chiefs. I I know stats have said this before on the show that will not be named. I don't feel like there's an issue with overtime. I don't feel like there's an there was an issue. I miss sudden death. Maybe I'm a traditionalist, but I don't think this like like you're right. Like there is generally like a victim driving the narrative. Like we have to change this. This is so unfair. We didn't get to see. This. No, you know it's unfair, Buffalo, and I love you. You let the Chiefs kick a field goal with 13 seconds left. Like, that's what's unfair. Like, you want to win it, win it, win it in regulation. You know, that's, you know, just, I'm a purist. This is a, this is a problem for all sports. It's just hard to come up with a, a reasonable solution because everything you do is just, a, it's a variation from the actual game. And football yeah, has that problem. Everything too, so you do, you can think of an example to disprove it, you know, or, or like to make it stupid. And that's just why, like, it should have never changed. It should have always yeah. been sudden death. That's just, you know, hey. That's that's how that's how we rock, Pete. All right, are anyway, you ready for? I guarantee it'll be changed this offseason anyway. Despite okay, what, despite what we do. Um, I'm up. All right, I think you're gonna like this one. Um, I guarantee that this will happen this offseason. Hmm. Are right, you ready for this? Yeah. There will be rumors of Andrew Luck coming out of retirement this offseason. Appearance recently, didn't he? He was at, uh, was it the Big Ten Championship at Lucas Oil? Um, I think it was NFL. Oh, no, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was the, the Big National Ten Championship, wasn't I'm pretty it? certain it was. It might have been the National title game, but uh, you're right. Uh, but my point is, it's been a while. It's been now. It will have been three years. All right. Colts offensive line, a little bit better. A little bit better situation. Colts defense, a little bit better situation, right? Colts coaching staff, Andrew Luck obviously knows, a little bit better situation. The sell is we're a quarterback away. All right. Andrew, look, bro, AL 12. We've tried. All right, we've we've tried everything. All right, we, we've tried Philip Rivers, we've we tried Carson Wentz, 
you know, we, we have Sam Ellinger on the roster. We really don't want to, you, you know, know, really take this seriously. Hello, Andrew. Yeah. yeah, it's Chris. I had a hard time replacing you. So why don't you come on back now? I mean, it will pick up steam. I thought about going Big Ben or like, you know, do his like, I, I don't know if I'm really done thing, but that's super predictable. This, I, I want to be ben, a little bit bolder. I think Big Ben is done. I really think Big Ben is done. I think Brady's more likely for what you just said. Ben's, there will be that. Again, that's not my guarantee, but the comment that will like stir the narrative up for Ben will be like, you know, I miss it. That will be the like the the headline, you know, like Big Ben misses training camp vibes well, or something like that. But that is um, the weird part of the offseason is players can say, almost anything and then you could spin it into what would be like a blog post or an article and all of a sudden you know that because there's such little tangible s right i mean the s word right here so you can anyway back to the point talk about it's been three years and yeah. andrew luck still incredibly young still is obviously young. in all likelihood a franchise quarterback from a talent perspective this is, and like again if you're andrew luck i mean it's not like the afc south is difficult to take <laughs> you know like if you're gonna come back and you're gonna do it one time now would be the time boom roasted i don't i don't disagree i, I definitely think all right two for two get some steam uh it and and you know he seemed pretty happy i i can't really remember exactly how the conversation went but uh it was it looked like a guy that had had the weight off his shoulders i mean we hadn't really seen him in like a thousand days so we'll see that's three years good math right there i gotta think i gotta think you know and this plays into luck too because quarterbacks can be a little older and tom brady is now shown like quite older it could this could be a rumored thing for a long time and what is he andrew luck is 33 correct 34 i will verify that for you um but he is your official guest is 33 he is 32 he will be 33 on september 12th see i even added a year i mean you could make a case I think, for another th- three years that he could still come back and still like have play another like two to three if he wanted. Crazy. And it, right. you know what? Uh, that would be a wild, wild, wild comeback because he's so damn good that it just mm-hmm. would be stunning. Anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, Steven, welcome aboard. Steven, again, Big filling Steve. in for Rachel yeah. uh, today. Steven, first question uh, of the four that we have listed, which one is the best? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Andrew Luck retirement. Let's right. go. Oh, yeah, God. I think that's we... for off-season narrative stuff. Steve, I, I'm, I'm on board. Arrowhead Pride I'm podcast board. producer. Round Just one goes to RJ. A Schroeder-esque right. turning of his back <laughs> on, on the franchise. But go ahead, Steve. Sorry. Good for you, Steven. All right, uh, uh, Steven. Remember uh, the spell you must go. cast and okay. um, what your prediction is. So it's Okay. My off-season guarantee, <laughs> number five. I kind of forgot to pick one. Oh, I got a whole list right here. Hang on one second. Uh, okay, this one's for RJ. Someone is going to way overpay free agent tight end Dalton Schultz mm. after one good year of production, just like the Browns did with Austin Hooper a couple of years ago. Oop, Fellow uh, Stanford tight end Austin Hooper, along with Dalton Schultz. So look at that. Steven has something against the Cardinal. And, and um, just talking about Andrew Luck, too. That's right. Uh, so <laughs> the Stanford. a year ago. Welcome to the Stanford part of Monday Football Monday. Uh, I'm sorry. A year ago, coming off the 2020 season, a lot of Cowboys fans were like, man, Dalton Schultz was really good in 2020. Man, and I don't know how – I know you know this, Steven, because you, you 
you grind. I don't know how much Pete knows this. Pete, Pete likes to sit 30,000 feet above the surface. Uh, huh. Beginning uh, in 2020, the 2020 season, Cowboys yeah. starting tight end was Blake Jarwin. Torres ACL week one at SoFi where the Super Bowl just was. So something about that field, just point that out. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., no big deal. Um, so Dalton Schultz comes in, plays really well. And the, the narrative on him from Cowboys fans was like, wow, this was a really good season. And I remember tweeting this out last year. His statistical season last year, or in 2020 rather, was like identical to Jason Witten in 2019, the year he came out of retirement. And everybody said, like, Witten is so washed. And I remember when I tweeted it last year, but it's like, wait a minute. I wasn't ready for this context. Like, you know, it was it was a little bit of context. Like, Schultz not as great as we think. Witten was a little bit better than we thought in 2019, etc. cetera. Um, but Schultz caught some touchdowns, had some nice moments, has kind of been the first real tight end to have success in Dallas since Jason Witten. So I kind of agree with you, Stephen. If you're a cowboy, you have success, do it on primetime. Um, that generally leads to somebody overpaying for you. Um, who do we think? Who do, do you want to add a team? Do you want to add two teams or something? You know, because I, I like this one. Uh, I could I could see him being the highest paid tight end in free agency. Um, I haven't thought about landing destinations. Let me think here. It's not going to be the Packers. They don't have any money, but they could use a pass catching tight end. Hmm. Yeah. For Rogers to hmm. overthrow on third down in the playoffs for sure. Right. <laughs> when you just think about it though, good tight ends don't hit the free agent market. It's always guys like Dalton Schultz who wind up signing big contracts somewhere else. Cause really good tight ends wind up re-signing with their teams because tight ends are affordable and they're not expensive. Just wow, taking John a quick, Smith disrespect. Wow. Just taking a quick look at at targets. I mean, the Packers' number one target at tight end was DeGuara. You had the Texans, Farrow Brown, Colts, Mo Alley Cox, Jags, Dan Arnold, who I believe was a late trade in the offseason. There's a lot of candidates for Jacksonville's interesting. They got New a lot Orleans, Troutman. Like I think there are a couple names out there where where Schultz can make a, a nice buck here. Okay. All right. Uh one to ten. I grade your prediction. Uh a hard eight, Stephen. Hard eight from me. What about nice. you, Pete? B plus. Okay, uh, we're going numerical grades, but you know whatever. Um, okay. okay, great job, Stephen. Um, okay, so we're halfway home. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Pete Tweeney. Whoa. Number six. We're halfway there. All right. You know what? I, I diff, Different subject, different song. Um, you know the song Pour Some Sugar On Me? I'm sure once upon a time you've been in a dance hall. It's come on. You've lit the place mm-hmm. on fire, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so really the whole premise... The whole premise yeah. is pour some sugar on me, right? Like I want the sugar flowing all over me, right? In the bridge, um, 
it said, do you take sugar one lump or two? So the established unit of measurement for the sugar, it's not like some granulated sugar. It's literally lumps of sugar. So that's mm-hmm. the sugar you're asking to be poured on you. So like you just want like all these cubes of sugar like hitting you in the face. I've always thought that's very weird. Yeah, no, they they, they should have made sure to to say spoonful. Like one like, tablespoon or two, you know, a teaspoon, Mrs. something like Mrs. that. Mrs. P, Mrs. Poppins, she she tended to have it right. And I, I feel like everyone after should have followed suit. They didn't. Uh, since RJ ruined my transition, I'll repeat it. We're, we're halfway there. Whoa, living on a prayer like this guy, Carson Wentz, who will live his way on a prayer to another starting job and he'll disappoint a team for one last time. I guarantee this will happen this offseason. This will be the equivalent of a retirement tour, but the <laughs> worst retirement tour of all time in NFL history. So I believe Indianapolis can cut him soon, and they plan to. That's the report, right? They're, they're going to move on and, and save all that money. I ended up losing the first round pick and for absolutely no reason, unfortunately, for them. And I think there are a number of teams out there who would be interested in Wentz and probably because they lose out on what would be the Mr. Unlimited sweepstakes or potentially Rodgers and some of that flirting that'll go on, maybe Watson. And these are the teams, Carolina, Houston, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, and Denver. I think Wentz will enter that fold. He'll show enough in the preseason to fool everybody. He'll stink and then, then he'll either be a career backup or or call it quits and maybe do the RJ RG three ESPN deal. But I think this is the last hurrah. Wentz in a different uniform for some other team. I really, speaking of like living on a prayer, I really oddly like the Texans here because I think that they're going to make a, a mistake and 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 Jack, a famous Jack, is really going to like the fact that Wentz is so in touch with God. And I think that that'll be be the last hurrah. It'll be Wentz in Houston a perfect quarterback to make sure that Houston can fire Levy Smith, which is what they want to do. And then bring McCown in, in 23 and a new quarterback in 23. So there you go. Carson Wentz. So just to be clear, because you were like, Oh, your bear of things already happening. Um, even though it's already been reported that the Colts will trade or release Carson Wentz, your guarantee is that Carson Wentz will be playing somewhere other than Indianapolis next season. No, no. It's that he'll be a starting quarterback. Like I think some people were saying, that this would be the last chance for Wentz. So, so your your guarantee is that he gets another starting opportunity. Abs- uh, week one, for one of the teams I mentioned, or I, I'm not saying that, but for for a team out there in the world, maybe it's an injury. Who knows? He will be starting week one for a franchise. Yes. Yeah. Disappointment tour, like retirement tour, but it's like the retirement disappointment tour. Houston would be funny. Um, I, Doesn't I, that I really seem so likely though to me. I don't know. To me, I, I, like if he's released, no, because if there's one quarterback we know is afraid of the narrative, it's Carson Wentz, right? Like Carson's like Nick Foles is there. Uh, uh-uh, uh, no way. I don't want anything to do ter- with it. Wentz is in a territory where he's really going to be without a choice at this point. I mean, he's going to have to go to a place with that desperately. I know, but. But if he goes to Houston, he has to play not only the Colts twice and therefore prove that they're better than him and he was the problem, but he also has to play Doug Peterson twice. Like, that's that's Car- like love, Carson Wentz wants nothing to do with that. I know you love writing, it, but he doesn't. You know? The stories are writing themselves. I can already see the SEO and the clicks and happy bosses here at SB Nation. Let's make it happen. Carson Wentz to Houston. Let's get, let's get the rumor out there. I think I would love to see him play for Washington. That would be hilarious. I would just love that so much. I would love, in a weird way, for him to go to Detroit. Let's get him and Goff on the same team. 
you know, let's, <laughs> let's, make, let's make it happen. Um, oh, man, that would be – would that be – would Goff versus Wentz in training camp be the worst quarterback battle in NFL history? It'd be up there. Um, I'm not going to lie, though, Pete. This was like, you know, there's normally – like a great tune that sends you to intermission, right? We went to intermission, we got some refreshments, maybe got some M&Ms. Uh, you a peanut or plain M&Ms guy? Depends on the day. I can do both, but I prefer probably peanuts most of the time. Same, same. So we got some peanut M&Ms, a refresher, you know what I mean? We sat down, and generally speaking, the first song out of intermission, not that great. Kind of falls flat. Um, not necessarily in tone, but just in quality. That's what happened here. Yeah. You know, you were in no, a tough spot. I don't, I don't know about that. I I almost cut in and said, let me give this before Steve because it kind of fit with our last one. And I, I said, you know what? I want to let Steve shine. It's President's Day. And I let him shine. And it kind of ruined what would have been a perfect transition to this one. But I don't, you know, I, I try to always think about the show, uh, unlike um, some other folks on here. But uh, okay. yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to continue forward. And and I feel like we're, we're, we're getting, gaining some momentum with these offseason guarantees. Yeah. Okay. Um, ready? Are we ready for this? Are we ready for mine? Yeah, I'm, seven, I'm, go, right? I'm stepping. I said you were 30,000 foot up. I'm going higher above. All right. We're, we're cruising yeah. at altitude. Take your seatbelt off, whatever. I guarantee that this oh, <laughs> will happen this offseason. The only top NFL broadcast team to not feature a significant change will be CBS's Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson. Every okay. other primary broadcast crew we'll see some sort of change. And I'm talking about the core four. Um, so you've got Fox, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, Aaron Andrews. Uh, Super Bowl's on Fox this year, by the way, so an important detail there. You've got NBC with Al Michaels, obviously, you know, if we're, if we're to trust Eminem's word here, uh, definitely headed for something else. Michelle Tafoya, obviously, is leaving. Uh, we'll leave it at that. And Chris Collinsworth, I don't know what's going to happen to my man CC. Like. I don't know if, if, you know, if you're NBC, like it's going to be Mike Tirico and I think Catherine Tappen is a silent reporter, but do you want a full restart? Do you want to bring, is that Drew Brees' job? And Monday Night Football has been super awkward. The Manning cast has kind of taken all the thunder from it. I just don't like that. That crew is, it's the, the least pizzazzy to me. Plus we now have the Amazon Thursday Night Football crew to work with. By the way, Pete, yeah. there was a report from the Sports Business Journal on Monday morning, Amazon wants a Black Friday game. Uh, you do all your shopping on Black Friday. Now you'll be able to open the app, get your uh, you know, your electronics and stuff 12% off and watch a game. Uh, so that's my prediction. I I'm a more of a Cyber Monday guy, but that's beside the point. I'm I have no mm. interest in going physically in person, especially during what what we just went through the last 3 years. Another thing, I agree with your point a little bit and and you you sort of touched upon it i feel for the espn telecast because before the manning cast started it was criticized the steve I, levy I, brian greasy lewis riddick crews and lisa Salters. yeah i'm a little bit less of a greasy guy but i think like riddick and levy were pretty good and fun right because sometimes like the announcers take it a little too seriously i mean sometimes it's the other way where there's they're, you know you, you kind of got to get a, a nice uh, goalie locks in the middle situation there but I really think that in the decision to to use the Manning cast, it really oddly undercut your own yeah. broadcast team. Like I would have maybe liked to have seen instead the Manning cast almost be like a review of the week of football where they bring on guests because I not to, and and it's and it's entertaining. I, don't get me wrong; like I like the the Manning cast, but I just really think it was a disservice to 
poor Levy and, and Riddick, who I think, you know, do, do a pretty good job. But if, if you have on the other channel of your own company, the Mannings talking to Phil Mickelson or like oh, Aaron Rodgers or Brady. It's a rough Gronk, name to say right now, or, too. Or, or most importantly, Travis Kelsey. I mean, you're going to want to watch that. So I, I don't know. To me, it, it was an interesting call. For sure. So do you do you agree? So do you because there's several components of this. Do you agree that CBS's top crew remains untouched? Jim, Tony I and do. Tracy. OK. Yeah. Fox. Do you agree that there is some change to Joe, Troy and Aaron? Aaron, by the way, who was on the SB Nation NFL show during the later Super Bowl 56. Yeah. There's been a lot of chatter about Troy. I don't know how how well tapped in you are to that. Troy's got a new beer, by the way. Uh, But so there's been a lot of chatter about him leaving. Troy also, it was, you know, during the postseason that he basically complained on air about the game he had, which I, it seems like that's only something you do if you're, if you're on the way out. So I'm going to agree. It was during the Bucks game, I believe. Right. It was during Bucks Eagles because that was leading up to Cowboys Niners. And he was very bitter that they did not have that. Um, yeah. I could see Troy on Thursday Night Football without Michaels. That'd be great. Um, mm-hmm. But so it is what it is. So you agree that there's some change to the yes. Fox crew. There's I'll obviously a change coming to NBC. But do you think Chris yes. Collinsworth stays? I think Chris stays without. Uh, so you think with, it's Tariko, uh, Chris, yes. and Catherine Tappen. Okay. And then you do you think there's a change to ESPN's telecast? Yeah, that seems obvious. I don't know. Like I said, I think the I think the company undercut its own crew, and now they're going to feel pressure to shake it up again. Yeah. Okay. Good job, me. Um, all right, we each have nice. one more, and and then Stephen comes in to just land this plane. So this is your last one, Pete. All right, and let's be honest, okay. we had some stinkers so far. Like so like Stephen, like Stephen. Um, I'm going to lean into tight end free agency. By the way, mm. this man's. You can't Contract. do that. That was the whole point. We can't repeat each other. Voided. Today. If your thing is about to be that Gronk retires, then you have to leave right now. This is my guarantee <laughs> for the offseason. Rob Gronkowski will not retire, and he will join a team that is going to surprise you. Let's go to his, his gal pal, Camille Kostick, in a recent interview. I would love to watch him play football some more. He knows that. I tell him. And then she also said when he retired, he wasn't feeling right, and he came back when he felt good. So it's really going to be truly like a game-time decision. And then Gronk, in a separate interview, said, I kind of like this young buck quarterback. He's in the Super Bowl now. It's Joe Burrow, man. I watched him in college. I just love the way he presents himself out of the football field. In the pocket, he's so calm. He just slings it all over the field. I just love his swag, too. If I had to pick a quarterback, it'd be the young buck, Joe Burrow. He's killing it right now in the game. And to me, that was a, a a watershed moment where we said, okay, well, Gronk will only play with Brady. I mean, there's there's no doubt. This was a, a complete pivot. And he's got his lady, unlike uh, Ms. Giselle, and, and she, she she has all the reason in the world for this time. Brady's been playing for 20 years, who really wanted to see Tom retire. Camille's like, I'm trying to see my, my baby boy play a little bit. And so I like the idea of Gronk staying in the league and him joining another team. And I just think seeing Gronk, play with a quarterback that's not tom is going to be surreal if you want to say it, it's going to be the cincinnati Bengals. let's buy it who's their quarter their tight end uzama i you know gronk is is an upgrade but you can run some two tight end sets i like the idea of of gronk going going there uh he's already kind of said it out loud and that would put him if you're joining the afc champions right with another contender they're probably going to rebuild this offensive line uh or to some extent this offseason i think they're going to be a, a better team and and 
have even a greater chance of, of coming back to the AFC title game at least. And so it's, it's kind of like, let me see if I can do it. And uh, again, from uh, this little Chiefs insight, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Steve Spagnuolo, defensive coordinator, has compared Joe Burrow to Tom Brady, and this is someone who has to watch him extensively. So seems like could be a natural fit. And my God, you think about the Bengals offense already with those three receivers. You had Gronk into the mix, who's still playing at a, a high level since his return. I think it'd be interesting, right? It'd be a really cool part of the offseason. So my grand guarantee is that he will not retire, RJ. So I, I saved myself in the show. Um, it will be interesting in that sort of just because of who he is and the things he said and the fact that he's played with Tom and that's like been all his, you know, career, whoever Gronk chooses in free agency will sort of, it, it will sort of be this like crowning of that quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. they will have the Gronk seal of approval. I have a prediction for who that team's going to be and it's going to bother you. Who is it? The LA Chargers. Gronk, Gronk's been be. tasting life in Tampa. He ain't. Uh-oh. He's not gonna go live in Cincinnati. Let's be real. You know oh, what I mean? Like, the, the Bengals don't even have an indoor practice facility. Gronk is not about that life. Gronk wants to head to oh. L.A. play with Herbie, the best quarterback in the AFC West, and party and live it. You know, See, let's go. He'll be. He'll there. launch. He'll relaunch Entourage. I don't know if you know this, R.J., but I'm a I'm a dynasty fantasy guy, and though mm. I am a Chiefs man, right? I also happen to be a closet. Donald Parham truther and that would really undercut you know we talked about ESPN and the undercut that would really undercut my guy Donnie P and so hopefully that doesn't happen for a lot of reasons um okay um good good one um not great I mean like really embarrassing that that's your last one that's the one you want to walk off on and and leave the taste uh in in people's mouths with I Um, I feel like I've had some solid predictions and I feel like you know what okay say what you want about them I'm going four for four I mean, I, I I'd almost eat a turkey if I if if I didn't go. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um, so okay, um, I was going to make my last one. This is my honorable mention. So Stephen, sorry if this was yours. Uh, that Lamar Jackson becomes the highest paid player in NFL history. That is an honorable mention for mine, not my my fourth one. But here we go. <clears throat> oh, guarantee. <laughs> no, <laughs> to that. <laughs> that this will happen. Right. A quarterback whose first name, everybody loves Wardle right now, whose first name is four letters long, will be moved on from his team by trade or by release. All right, candidates for this, Kirk Cousins, four letters we're talking about here, Matt Ryan, not Matthew, Matt, and Ryan Tannehill. Notice I left off Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to count Russell as Russ. That you know would be a little bit of a loophole. I'm not going to do that. Derek Carr not on this list. Carson Wentz didn't take that low-hanging fruit. A quarterback whose first name is four letters, and four letters precisely will be moved on from by his team. Who are the three again? Kirk? Kirk, Matt as in Ryan, um, and then Ryan as in Tannehill. So. Matt, <clears throat> Matt Ryan seems like the least likely, likely of them to me. I think the Titans are reaching a, a boiling point. You could also, by the way, go Drew Locke. If you, I don't really count him, but you know, somebody wanted to give me the credit for that, and none of the others have been, I'd take it. So. I mean, if you want to back your way into being right, yeah. I and think, Tua uh, not, doesn't meet the threshold, just to be clear. No, no. Um, I don't like the idea of Matt Ryan. I, think that, I still think they go one more year with Matt. They're saying a lot of the things that they did at the end of last season. Not that that always means anything, but we're – where do you go? I don't think you're bringing in another. The draft class isn't good enough this year. You're not bringing in another one to replace Ryan. However, I look at Tannehill. To me, there's some smoke building there that, okay, he is just not the guy to get us over the hump. It reminds me a lot of the Kansas City Alex Smith era where they just were like, 
man, we got everything else, but this guy just is not good enough to to get us over the hump. So I wonder if that is a possibility. Kirk is is a is a very it kind of like one. sorry, it, it reminds me of Tennessee with Marcus Mariota. Like that's what it reminds me of. You know what I mean? Yeah, same right, same right, sort right. of thing. Um, Kirk is interesting because and again, I think... it's it's first names here. So Derek Carr does not count. Right. I I think I think Kirk is interesting because the. Minnesota Vikings, they've hired, you know, uh, a new head coach. They're kind of changing from where they were, Kevin O'Connell of the Rams. And I wonder, you know, if O'Connell ends up going through what he just went through again with with McVay, where he starts to build this team and maybe you can get so far. And then eventually Kirk is his golf also for that as long. Right. I mean, this is really, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, unbelievable as far as the parallels. And yeah, so I wonder if this becomes the same type of situation. And because O'Connell has learned from that and says to himself, look, at the end of the day, I'm going to say the right things at the press conference, right? Because I might have to do it for one year. This is not our guy. This is not my guy. It can't be. I've told you how much I have disdain. There's two quarterbacks I kill on this show, and it's Kirk and it's Derek Carr. <laughs> it always ends up happening. So I, I think I like the idea of them making the quick flip the, the problem and this is what we always run into in the nfl is there's not 32 starting quarterbacks in the league so sometimes you got to roll with kirk for one year but i think like with Goff, it'll be a very like i have to do this type of thing we'll take it as far as it can go but you're always going to be looking for well who can we get to actually take us to the next level mm. so you love my prediction well said uh steven um from the second wave of predictions which one did you like the most and why i won round one uh, so it's important to know who won round two. Was it me? Was it Pete? We're waiting for you to join us uh, so we can see your, your lovely face. Um, I, I'm struggling to remember all of Pete's because I feel like they've been forgettable. Um, so I'm going to wow. go with OJ. The, uh, the, the, four, the four-letter quarterback is just a clever way of looking at the uh, free agent quarterback market. The fact Thanks, that you guys Steve. are being so uh, disrespectful to the president of Monday Football Monday on President's Day <laughs> is is incredible. But you know what? I'm going to again. I'm a, I'm a good leader. St- Steven's a fan of creativity. This like Gronk I'm won't wear retire. It. Like that. I mean, like that is so lame. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he Steve actually noted in here, and I didn't even realize this. Uzama is a free agent, so it, it's even more likely that he's going to be a Bengal. And I can't <laughs> wait to see him in those beautiful Bengal stripes, man. And what a what a storyline for the AFC. Anyway, go ahead. Um, uh, well, Stephen, congratulations to me. Uh, but let's hear your second one. And I am very positive that your two will be better than Pete's four. So Ooh. I can't. So just so I have the straight, I can't do quarterbacks now, right? Because we yeah, we've, we've kind of, you know, we've been okay, we've been well, hanging out in quarterback. Tapped lane out the quarterback. So, yeah. yeah. Out Honorable quarterback mention, Jameis Winston to the Steelers. Marcus Mariota, <laughs> starter for the Colts. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wow. Not Even though bad. you liked my luck thing, although you really liked the fact that it was just rumors, so that that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. just rumors because Marcus Mariota is going to be a starter for the Colts next season. Okay, uh, see, Pete, okay. Pete, we even okay. gave honorable mentions. Take a page out of our books. Jeez, yeah, seems like a a pick on Pete type of day, which is fine. You know what? I can wear it. Look, I've got a I've got a lot of a lot of years. Pete, of Steve is Stephen is talking. Stephen, Stephen, I'm, I'm sorry okay. on behalf of Pete. Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I what is it? Off-season guarantee number 10. Oh, my. The Atlanta Falcons will trade wide receiver Calvin Ridley. It's got, got to. He's going to play for another team. I'm happy that Calvin took time away from the game to get his mentals right this season. 
I know that he is a very talented player and we have not seen his ceiling yet as an NFL wide receiver, in my opinion. And whatever team gets him is going to get a superstar caliber player. Calvin Ridley has uh, has like a little bit of Ramsey, I think, to it, too. I don't think he's ever going to play for the Falcons again. Just kind of like Ramsey did that one year with the Jags. He just, yeah, my back hurts, that type of thing. Not to say that Ridley didn't need the time off. They're not, they're not exactly the same. But I, I think we knew at a certain point Ramsey was not playing for the Jaguars again. And I, I think we're there with Ridley as well. Pete, I'm sorry, who, go what, who, who's going to trade for him? Who's, who's that team? Steven's going to throw Chiefs. out some bonus points. No, it's, yeah, the it's the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, the, uh, the... the Chiefs flip, flip a couple picks and uh, call it a day, and that's it for the AFC. I mean, like I said, you guys it's, are wrong. It's, it's gonna You're be wrong. Sad. It's a different team, different team whose name, whose logo starts with a C and is also red and white, like the Chiefs, the Arizona Cardinals. All right, Kyler, a little, little bit of you're gonna change it. In con- you're gonna Go you're gonna trade him in conference. That's what you think. That you don't think they're gonna want him. Else. You're right. Nobody would ever do that. Not like Melvin Ingram was traded within this conference to the Kansas City Chiefs. You're right. It's impossible. <laughs> I forgot, totally forgot about that. Uh, man. You, you've re- thank you for reminding me. The Browns are, uh, are a big option for me, but I, at this point, I don't want to pair anybody with Baker Mayfield. I don't want to. Do That's that. what I'm saying. Like if you're if you're Calvin and you're like I'm getting out of ATL, like you don't want to go to Cleveland. You know what I mean? Like you want to you want to keep keep things similar. You want to keep an A. You want to you know keep similar color scheme. You know what I mean. You don't have, have to choice? go. You, he doesn't have it. Don't want your Instagram to look different with like a like that was a thing you could you could tell right away that Carson Wentz wasn't going to make it. That blue was so different from the Philly green. Like it was just not going to happen. Well, I think that was part of what he liked. Right, new new blue, new me. Mm. <laughs> no. Uh, Pete, which of Stevens did you like better? The first one that Dalton Schultz would uh, get overpaid in free agency. The second that Calvin Ridley would be traded by the Atlanta Falcons. Well, um, probably the Schultz because it's a little bit maybe like off the beaten path. I felt like the Ridley one was something that, you know, everybody kind of knows really. Yeah. Wow. For what it's worth, I liked both of yours, Steven. Um, you just, but what, for you, what it's worth, you made me. I, pay, you made me decide, right? No, now. no. I'm, for I what it's worth, I won. I won Steve's, the game. For what it's worth, Steve's predictions right. are like my children. I'm not. I really don't want to pick one. But if you, if you back me into a corner, I'm going to send one to private school. One. Thank you, RJ. You know, I know Pete had a rough weekend. He's jet lagged. He's tired. <laughs> That's right. He's he's trying to get caught up. I had a terrible. Week. That's okay. I did have a terrible weekend uh, when it came to the end of it, for sure. I mean, the the travel mm. situation was was madness. Well, but yeah, we'll no, just I say this this morning. Yeah, you know, point of point of advice from Pete to people, just double check the reservations. You know what I'm saying? Just maybe maybe call ahead, text, check in. They got your your phone is such a powerful I, device, Pete. You know, did I, mean, I sleep? Just, <clears throat> did I sleep on on the floor of a conference room in a Marriott because my room was given away and there were no hotels in the, the rest of the city? That might have happened to me this weekend. So yeah, I would say double check the reser- reservations. I guarantee this off season, I will double check. Every single reservation from here on out because I can't I can't let that happen to my back again. Um, whose list did you like the most? Let us know on Twitter. Pete is at PG Sween. Steven is at Steven Serta. That's Steven P H I M. I have a feeling that people. Ochoa. Yeah, I have a feeling that people are going to side uh, with your boy. So it's just Pete, a, yours like uh, again being completely objective. Yours were super lame and unoriginal and vanilla yogurt oh, to use your own God. words. Mine yeah, were super yeah. creative. I went to the television broadcast angle. I yeah, I well, used you know numbers and, a, and letters. I, I mean, four, again, like you know, whirling it up right now. You know what I'm saying? You know, you talk about letters. <laughs> I got a four, four letter word for you. I won't say it. Though. Um. Okay. 
Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Make sure to subscribe to the Espionation NFL Show wherever you get your podcast. Leave a rating, write a review. Uh, you can watch along with the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, yeah, that about does it for this edition of Monday Football Monday. Pete Tweeney, sing us a song and take us out of here. Go! Rob Gronkowski to the Bengals! 